0: There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward. When the sons of Yahweh came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Yeshua said, As the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Are we living in the last days, similar to the days of Noah? Listen in as Bonnie Harvey interviews L.A. Marzulli and find out. Welcome to another Days of Noah. My goodness, the way we have these um, uh, marches going on now and children attending these marches. It is absolutely straight out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Welcome to the show, L.A. Well, great to be here, Bonnie. Thanks for having me on. appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, You know, besides, you know, the parades in the street with children, um, you know, I came across some very interesting piece of of, um, uh, information and then that immediately triggered uh, um, your experience with the chip that uh, the doctor was trying to dig out. And under imaging, it could no longer be found. It was hiding. So uh, anyway uh i'll tell you what i read and then you know if you could give me your opinion and then once again that's such a wonderful story of how the lord actually wanted this thing to be found and removed uh so uh, if you would tell you know retell that story it's been a long time ago that we went over that experience uh I read, uh, you know, Dr. Jane Ruby, I don't know if you're on Telegram, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Jane Ruby, but she is one of the, uh, you know, the uh, kind of a, a a small group of scientists who is examining uh, what the jabs are doing to the bodies, and uh, she, she was contacted by a board certified embalmer who said i'm finding very strange things here sent her a couple of photos and these are they look like blood clots huge blood clots but they're not blood clots they're white and there are about as big around as you know maybe your ring finger and it looks as if maximum coming out of the femoral artery it, they could be fifteen to eighteen inches long some of the embalmers are reporting they look like they have fingers uh another embalmer said, I put the whatever it is in a jar to save it so I could study it. When I went back a couple of days later, it had grown. So that's wow. that's, wow. you know, some of the stuff that I'm going over. Well, just the other day. uh uh, dr jane ruby said you know these things are being pulled out obviously of the deceased by the time they're having an embalmer work on them they're deceased Uh, the interesting thing was uh, that these are huge but the imaging the sophisticated uh hospital a doctor's office imaging cannot pick them up. And, uh, you know, if I showed you a picture, it's a huge clot about as big around as your middle finger and for the whole size of the hand. Uh, how could imaging not pick this up? And that reminded me, what do you think about that? Um, You know, do you think there could be a, a demonic uh,
1: component to this? Bonnie, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, you know, I can, I can speculate uh, mm-hmm. weigh in on it, but it would certainly only be speculation. Uh, we're seeing things that are being uh, foisted on the American people and the people of the world that we've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, it's unprecedented the times we're living in. And if you go against the narrative, you know, you're called names and, and yep. all sorts of stuff. And you're, yeah. um, you know, you you can be dragged in. I mean, you were talking about children marching in, in parades. Well, that can be construed as hate speech now. So we have to be extremely careful what we say. There's a guy up in Washington near the neck of the woods, close to it, that was reading from the Bible about homosexuality, and he was arrested and charged with a felony for hate speech. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's like... Let's make one thing really clear. As Christians, we're supposed to love everyone, and that's what we do. Um, so it's like, is is rape a, an acceptable um, action? Of course not. It, it's ab- abhorrible on, on, on all levels. It's something, it's abhorrent on, on all levels. And for those of us, you know, so somehow you can talk about that, but you can't talk about uh, the LGBTQ, which... So there goes free speech. It's construed as hate speech. Yes, 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 absolutely. So, In
0: fact, increasingly, I don't know where they are concerning um, uh, uh, acting on You Are a Terrorist if you go against the official dogma concerning the jabs, uh, but um, it, it is coming. I think that this radio uh, might be, it might be, you know, we get to the end of the summer and that might be it. I don't know, but that might be. Anyway, it, it remains. Reminded me, the story that I just repeated, you know, it reminded me of the story of uh, Dr. Lear looking for the chip. In this right. abductee, uh, would you would you tell us? I know you've told it before, on here, but you know we've been going uh, for a long time. We always have new new listeners. So would you would you tell that story? I'd love please? to. So
1: um Richard Shaw and I did uh, eleven films in the Watchers series, and one of them, of course, uh was on on this implant. It was actually over a period of of, of I think it was Watcher Seven, and then. Watchers 8, so it was a two-film deal because we had to wait for certain tests and, and the, the subject. Uh, in fact, interestingly enough, I've been meeting with, with, we called him Bill, not his real name, but I'll be meeting Bill on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock here for breakfast, and then he's coming up to the studio here, and we will film an interview with him, sort of an update on where he is, and we'll using that <clears throat> in one of our UFO films that we're making. But... Bill um, contacted Richard and said that well, let me let me double back. So Richard bought a townhouse in Porter Ranch, and he went there and uh, moved in. And you know, they had the, the uh, a guy came in to inspect all the fire alarms for him, and he was seven feet tall, and he could just reach up and and unscrew them and check them and make sure they were working. So he's a former basketball player, <clears throat> and and Rick, and he's watching Rick edit. He's going, what are you working on? And Rick goes, oh, we're making a film on UFOs. So th- 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 at this point, they don't even know each other's names. And this man blurts out, well, I have an implant. I've been taken. I have an implant. <clears throat> and Richard goes, what? What? So one thing leads to another. I call up Dr. Roger Lear. We get him over to Dr. Roger Lear. The first thing we do is we fill out a, he fills out a questionnaire to make sure he's not, um, you know, not all there kind of a thing, or he's looking for money or fame or whatever, you know, and he wasn't. He just wants the stinking thing out. And he had been taken, and he talked about that on the film uh, by the Greys. And so the first thing we did was an X-ray, and lo and behold, there's a metallic implant underneath his right knee, It's just plain as day. There it is. I mean, right there. Then we did a a Gauss meter, and it was. It showed, you know, registered on the Gauss meter. Stud finder showed a metallic implant. I mean, it just all the tests that we did, including a CAT scan. Yep, yep, there's a metallic implant right underneath the skin, and there's no entry wound. There's no (laughs) visible entry wound that you can see. So how did it get there? A a Gauss meter basically um, will give uh, and and detect. Uh, basically magnetic fields, uh, things like that. So it would, uh, the Gauss meter picked up on that and show that something was going on uh, with this little implant underneath uh, Bill, Bill's skin, And um, it was also giving out a radio frequency, <clears throat> which we track. I mean, obviously this thing was active working. Whoever put it there spent a lot of resources and time to put it there. And so when we went to Dr. Matriciano, who was no longer extracting these things, he retired, uh, he took a ultrasound, and there's a wand that goes to the machine. So you put the cream, the lotion on, on the area, and you, you take the ultrasound, you go over the area, and lo and behold, there was the implant. He found it within, I don't know, less than a minute. Just boom. Because he had the x-rays, so he knew roughly where it was. He found the thing, you know, a couple of passes, okay, we'll see you in, in two weeks. So two weeks go by. There's three film crews there. We're paying for the whole thing. Doctor Roger there was assisting Doctor Matriccianna because, as a podiatrist, he couldn't do surgery, but he could assist a surgeon. And Doctor Matriciana was a surgeon. We had like ten to twelve people in a in a room watching the proceedings on a very large, big screen TV monitor, and uh, you know, it's it's a flurry of activity. Bills on the on the table and we're trying to find the implant and we can't basically an hour and 15 minutes goes by something like that hour and 20 minutes and we can't find the implant. So Richard is in the room. He's really the only Christian in the room other than myself. And you got all these people, probably six, seven, eight people in the room, you got Dr. Roger Lear, Dr. Patriciana, you got the camera people, you got Richard Shaw and myself, you got a nurse. There's like seven, eight people in the room, something like that. And um, I get a tap on the shoulder from the Spirit of a Living God, and he tells me, You need to take authority over this, and you need to do it now. And so I opened, I looked at Richard and I opened my mouth and said, hey, guys, I'm going to pray. I go, this might sound strange, but I'm going to pray and I'm going to do it now. So I didn't ask for permission. I don't need permission. And I just launched into a very quick prayer. Father, if there are forces which are cloaking this device, I pray that you would break their power and do it soon. So everybody's looking at me like I got three heads. Well, about a minute and a half or two minutes go by, all of a sudden, the implant shows up on the on the ultrasound monitor. <laughs> and everybody goes, oh, my gosh, what's that? And Dr. McChistiano goes, that's the implant. And Richard and I just look at each other. We just start laughing. Because we know, we know Father has shown up, you know, however he did it. He's there in the room. He took great interest in that. And so we then we injected Bill with the Novocaine and a uh, topical, and we took the implant out. All that's in our watchers' film. It's unprecedented. We were the only Christian team ever to have done this. Uh, I remember talking about implants. I was laughed at and scoffed at by my brothers and sisters in, in the body of Messiah. And I just said, well, you know, I believe it's real. I've handled one. What do you mean you handle one? And the, the, Dr. Roger Lear actually let me, the very first one he took out, which was in 1999, he let me handle. And I met him in 1999. So we had this ongoing relationship. And, and Dr. Roger Lear was in all of our Watchers series, all all 11 of them. And we dedicated the last series, the last show in the series to him uh, because he had passed away by then. So High Strangeness in the Lab, absolutely all day long. High Strangeness in the Operating Theater, all day long. And when you show people this, you think that the body of Christ would wake up and go, wow, Nope, doesn't happen. I mean, the the uh, the ambivalence is deafening. It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. The well, you know, we really that really doesn't matter. Blah 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 blah. Hey, you know what? This these could be the prototype for the mark of the beast. Why do I say that? Because circling back to what I said just a few minutes earlier, whoever has has created these has spent an inordinate amount of time and resources to create these things. And there's an evolution of them. The first one Dr. Roger Lear took out was not nearly as complex as the last one. The last one we took out, he took out, was involved in, was our implant. was number 16 or 17. I'm not sure which. But it was the last implant he did. Wow. What was
0: uh, the connection to actually the human nervous system or
1: uh, what was the sophistication? Well, originally, we all thought that the, that the implants worked on the patient's circulatory system. Uh-huh. And we were astounded to find out that, no, it connects through the nervous system. That's how it connects. And in fact, when we looked at it under the uh, scanning electron microscope, you could see the little fibers that were, when we when we cut the thing away, some of the fibers were still attached to the implant from the nervous system. So it's really astounding, absolutely astounding. And um, I'll be getting an update from, from Bill here on, uh, on Sunday and uh, maybe I'll share out with you guys next week alright well I don't uh, I, I won't ask
0: about it but I, I pray he's doing well I yeah. I pray he's uh, had a real change in his life because he saw something that was uh, an in your face miracle that the Lord actually wanted this thing removed yeah. uh-huh. and set him free Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I uh read uh Dr. Jane Ruby her statement and her uh observation uh, and the observation by the uh, other physicians that they could not find these things before they passed—it reminded me of this story. Sure. Uh, so maybe if people are going to go in because they think they have a clot, or they're just not feeling well, they're showing signs of, of um, uh, I don't know what a blood clot would—you know, inflammation or um. A rapid heartbeat. I don't know. I'm not medical, uh, but pray first
1: that whatever is there can be seen on the imaging. Well, uh, I remember, and, but I have a friend of mine whose daughter took the jab, Yeah, and she was relatively healthy. I mean, she had some issues in early childhood, but she was relatively healthy. I mean, I would say healthy, end of story. Yeah. And since then, um, one ovary has been removed, endometriitis came in, blood clots all over the uterus. I mean, you know, you tell me, is that just coincidence right. or something else, right? Yeah.
0: No, uh, not when the statistical incidence over the last two years over the globe is absolutely... Um, Congruent with her experience I mean up uh sixty to seventy percent regarding um uh, spontaneous abortions uh uh and infertility now is now I listened to an African doctor he said infertility is now the number one problem in Africa. So, huh. uh, Which is right.
1: Exactly
0: what they've always wanted, right? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, goal accomplished. Check that box off. Yeah, goal,
1: goal accomplished. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret. <laughs>
0: That's right. I mean, they've been working with every vaccine they possibly could. Yeah, <clears throat> and now they want to make the booster even stronger, and they don't have to do any more trials. Did you read that? I can't get off this topic. I think this country, the whole world, has gone insane to take these things. But anyway.
1: Um... <laughs> but once again, our free speech rights, even talking yep. about these things yeah. can be problematic. So we we have no more First Amendment; it's gone. Uh, you know that it's it's deemed as conspiracy theory or hate speech. Well, excuse me, we're we're trying to figure out what's going on. So it's we don't hate anybody. No. saying like, wow, what what's yeah. is there a connection? And That's right. Look that at the pattern. <laughs> are saying there there is a connection? So you know who do we believe? Yeah, absolutely. Well.
0: Mm, Uh, I guess um, I think myself, I think a division started to happen in 2020 is when uh, the the sheep got more sheepish and, well, not truly. That's not really a good analogy. (laughs) They didn't get sheepish. They got more (laughs) sheep-like and the goats got more goatish. (laughs) No, No, 2020 was when they had the big ceremony down at Machu Picchu. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was 2020. Yes, the crystal skulls are 2012 uh which which uh which brings up you know the next uh question here um, and this is the story of the young guy, evidently young. He went uh, to, he didn't realize it was a mountain, just went to a hill on his property. He started finding strange artifacts because of, you know, uh, whatever, they were uh, revealed. And um, uh, anyway, uh, it did not go well for him. And that re- that leaves us le- leads us to, you know, the moral of that story is, uh, uh, well, we'll get there when we get there. Would you tell us about this, the Young guy who, and this is on LA's YouTube channel, uh, supernatural confrontations. If you haven't gone there, please do. These people are enduring, uh, 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 you know, encounters uh, that are very unique. Well, you know what is happening more and more. So the uniqueness, I'm not certain uh but very interesting and 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 the and the takeaway the takeaway is what i'm interested in so would you tell us uh repeat uh, tell us that story do you remember which story this
1: is of course i do yeah okay this this young man is is skeet shooting on this mound on his father's property and he doesn't pick up the shells well his his father comes out and goes hey go back and get the shells so the kid goes back it's actually a young man he's not a kid at this point he's a young man and uh He picks up the shells and um, he finds an arrowhead. So he starts digging and one thing leads to another and he's finding a lot of artifacts. Well at one point, apparently, he dug up human remains and it was a skull with a headdress of some sort on it. And he put it on his television set in his living room. And a month later, he was dead. Now, once he did that, everything started to go awry. I mean, everything. Once he dug the thing and removed it, um, he got sick. The doctors didn't know what it was. It would travel. It would it would go here. It would manifest this way. And he finally put the skull back, um, but by that time, it was too late, and and he's you know died of a. I believe it was a car crash, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that, but it was, uh, I mean, it was just it, it was in a month. A month later, and wow. We've spoken to. First Nation people about this. And they've said over and over again, if you go to a place like this and you desecrate the grave, many of these places are Nephilim and the giants, and there are curses that have been placed on these graves. And some people will scoff at that, but I know of two instances where people disturbed the grave or the mound and bad things happened.
0: Was the skull a skull a normal skull or was I
1: don't it Funny, I've asked that question, I don't know.
0: Uh, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh but evidently it carried a certain a very active power with it. Yeah. uh yeah. that he he was in over his head immediately. You know that 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 shows uh that i think is satan you know satan has a right to be where he is on the earth frequently because of something bad that has happened there murders massacres uh, yes. mass yeah. death uh and this is why when you buy and sell a house you know that, that the realtor is obligated uh, to uh tell you that a murder occurred there just so yeah. i yeah. mean you know, I don't know if that's uh house on Elm Street or what, but I remember reading a story where the uh, couple bought a house and they, uh, they they, they, were disturbed by strange happenings. I forget exactly. I can imagine it was opening and closing doors and drawers and various sounds and footsteps and the whole kit and caboodle. And then, uh, and so they searched the house. They asked father, they were Christians. They asked father, they got on their faces together and they asked Father to show them uh, where uh, to what the problem was, and they went downstairs. Father impressed them to go down to the finished basement mm. and tear up the family room carpet.
1: Wow. And
0: in the concrete of the foundation of the house, they found a huge pentagram uh, etched into the wet concrete.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: So they said, you know, they they talked about it, and they said, you know, this house was evidently dedicated to Satan at the get-go, and he probably has a right to be here, just like uh, any massacre grounds or um, yeah,
1: yeah, <coughs> yeah.
0: and. Uh, And they decided to sell the house, but they left the carpet up. And do you know, they prayed about it, sell our our possessed house. And the Lord sent the first thing out of the gates. Guy came, uh, I don't know, guy, couple, whatever, purchasers came in the front door. And they said, well, we have something before we'd like you to see. And the the, the purchasers went downstairs, saw this exposed tel- pentagram, and said, oh, we have to have this house.
1: <laughs>
0: oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah, so uh, there's a cup of tea for everybody. And
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, but it just shows that Satan does have a right. Evidently, uh, even anger, you know, I think, can uh, temporarily set up his right to come yeah. into the home and yeah. and yeah. to yeah. cause trouble. I agree. I agree all day long. And that reminds me of the time that you were going to go down to Machu Picchu for the 2020 celebration. I think that that seems like. It
1: was, yeah, it was the 2012. It was I 2012.
0: Wasn't... I was going to say yeah. that it yeah. wasn't just two years ago. My goodness, have we yeah, been that's... doing this for ten years? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was I was supposed to go down there. I we had um, I everything was paid for. Russ Dizdar was going to go, plus two other men yeah. as bodyguards for me. And, and uh, we had strategized what would happen if we felt threatened where we were going to go. We had we had an ex Navy SEAL with us. He was one of the four, uh, and so we were ready to do this thing. And at the last minute, my daughter uh, <clears throat> had a dream. And in that dream, it said, don't go, plain as day, don't go. And so she calls us up and she says, dad, I really feel the Lord doesn't want you to go. And I said, well, you know, Sarah, we've already paid for everything, but you know, we're going. So this is like on a Saturday night and Peggy and I are on our way to the sushi bar get some sushi, and we were going to leave that Thursday. So, it's a great story. So, we, so I pray uh, to take the phone with my daughter. We're in the car driving there. I just put prayer, you know, Father, if it's your will that uh, we, we don't go, please please let me know. Well, it was like, I got the prayer out of my mouth, and it was like, oh my gosh. And I looked to Peggy, and I said, you know, confirmation, he, he doesn't want us to go. So, we're eating sushi, and then Peggy gets confirmation. She gets a word from the Lord. So, I call up Russ Dizdar. I said, Russ, I don't even know how to tell you this, but um, Peggy and i and my and my daughter. Uh, we're not supposed to go we've got a word from the Lord and we're not going to go we're going to cancel the trip so Russ at this point is up in his private prayer closet worshiping the Lord because for the last 10 days he's been over in France and and the Lord's been telling him don't go to Machu Picchu don't, not Machu Picchu but wow well, yeah um don't go to Chichen Itza. don't go to Chichen Itza. and Russ has been arguing with him and I, I've been there I know what that's like but 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 Lord which already paid for it, and we have to go and, and LA is going we you need the, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or says, no, don't go. Don't go. Don't go. So Russ is up there worshiping. And finally he lets go of it and gives it to the Lord. And he comes downstairs and he looks at his answering machine. And there's, there's a, a message. He turns it on and it's L.A. Marzulli going, Russ, we're not going to uh, Chisunitsa. Wow.
0: wow. Right.
1: And, right. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Yeah.
0: I know. That can give you goosebumps. <laughs>
1: It's not coincidence. That's the kingdom of
0: God. Uh, yes, it how. is. Yes, it is. And that kind yeah. of experience that develops faith uh, yeah. will get us through the end. It will absolutely get us through the end. So everyone, be encouraged. What's happening out there? Um, the Lord is still on the throne, and just yeah. like He took care of uh, Rust Isdar and the chip and L A, He will take care of us. Thank you so much, L A. Thank you so that's much. Thanks, Connie.
1: Appreciate it i no.